No European nation has attacked another for decades, but as I write this, Russian forces have spent much of the past 18 hours advancing on multiple sites across Ukraine, a country on the Black Sea just to the south of Russia. In the days to come, the shockwaves will reach every part of the globe in ways we do not yet know. This is a pivotal day, and it will affect the region covered by Charlottesville community engagement, and likely everywhere else. I'm your host, Sean Tubbs. On today's program, responses to the invasion from Virginia's elected officials, as well as President Biden. The Jefferson Madison Regional Library and the Charlottesville Albemarle NAACP are teaming up with a paid internship program, and the Community Read kicks off this week. Unemployment claims are down sharply since this time last year, and the Center for Politics will hold a conversation tomorrow on what's happening in Ukraine. In today's shout-out, a shout-out to everyone who has supported this program through a $25 a month Patreon contribution or through some other combination of support. Thank you to the Charlottesville Jazz Society, Code for Charlottesville, LEAP, the Rivanna Conservation Alliance, Lonnie Murray and his love of native plants, WTJU, the Albemarle Charlottesville Historical Society, James Madison Regional Library, the Charlottesville Area Tree Stewards, Seaville 350, Piedmont Master Gardeners, and of course, the Valley Research Center. Local and regional government continues today with several meetings about land use and transportation. I'm recording all of those conversations as decisions made at the local level are crucial. But I've spent today trying to learn more about what is happening in Ukraine, where Russian forces have attacked multiple places throughout the day. There's still a lot yet to know. President Joe Biden addressed the nation this afternoon. The Russian military has begun a brutal assault on the people of Ukraine. Without provocation, without justification, without necessity, this is a premeditated attack. Biden said in the days and months leading up to last night, over 175,000 troops were mobilized based on propaganda and mistruths. And at the very moment that the United Nations Security Council was meeting to stand up for Ukraine's sovereignty, to stave off invasion, Putin declared his war. Within moments, moments, missile strikes began to fall on historic cities across Ukraine. At his briefing, Biden announced new sanctions, separate from ones being considered by member states of the European Union, but said that the United States is not acting alone. For months, we've been building a coalition of partners representing well more than half the global economy. 27 members of the European Union, including France, Germany, Italy, as well as the United Kingdom, Canada, Japan, Australia, New Zealand, and many others, to amplify the joint impact of our response. To follow that response, there are many other sources. This is, after all, a show about local land use and transportation and economic development. But here are some things that I've been following today to get up to speed. The Guardian has been providing live updates since the beginning at a location there's a link in the newsletter. The Kiev Independent is a Ukraine-based media outlet providing on-the-ground updates. I signed up today and am supporting them on Patreon. I have created a list on Twitter of journalists and others who are writing about what's happening. Click on that and see if you find anything useful. This is a newsletter about the Charlottesville region as well as Virginia. Governor Glenn Youngkin issued a statement via Twitter condemning the invasion. He said the invasion is an assault on a sovereign nation 
and will have devastating consequences for Ukrainian citizens. He called the attack senseless and unprovoked and said it would undermine democracy worldwide. In January, Senator Tim Kaine was one of many co-sponsors of the Defending Ukraine Sovereignty Act of 2022, which is intended to place sanctions on Russian financial assets. In a release, he said that America's commitment to Ukraine is absolute and has steadfast bipartisan support in Congress. He said that Russia's aggression will continue to have significant consequences and that there will be crippling economic sanctions. Senator Mark Werner is the chair of the Senate Intelligence Chair, and he told the news outlet Axios that he's concerned about the role cyber attacks may play in the coming days. Fifth District Congressman Bob Good also condemned the invasion via Twitter, but in a subtweet took aim at the president. He said that the president claimed on the campaign trail that Putin would fear a Biden presidency, but Good also said that he thought it was clear that Putin does not fear or respond to Biden. 7th District Congresswoman Abigail Spanberger has called for unity in fighting what she called Putin's war. She said that Putin must feel the sting of unprecedented sanctions from the United States and partners across the world. In his comments, Biden pointed out that world markets have turned against Russia in these early days of an uncertain war. We've already seen the impact of our actions on Russia's currency and the ruble, which early today hit its weakest level ever ever in history. The Russia stock market plunged today. The next installment of Charlottesville Community Engagement will get back to our usual topics, but I just thought it was important to get some of what was said today on the record. There's going to be a lot of things that might affect us in the near future. And tomorrow at 3 p.m., the Center for Politics at the University of Virginia will convene a panel discussion of experts on Eastern Europe to provide background for what's happening in Ukraine. The program will be conducted in partnership with the UVA Center for Russian, East European, and Eurasian Studies and the UVA European Studies Program. The title is Crisis in Europe, the Russian Invasion of Ukraine. Here are some of the questions the program seeks to cover. What does Putin want? Are Russia's grievance with NATO and the U.S. legitimate? How should Ukraine respond? How does this affect the United States and the rest of the world? How should President Biden react? The program is free, but you must register with Eventbrite to gain access. The moderator is Chris Krebs, a resident scholar at the Center for Politics, who is the former director of the Department of Homeland Security's Cybersecurity and Infrastructure Security Agency. The panelists are Dr. Elena Polyakova, president and CEO of the Center for European Policy Analysis, Professor Jeff Rossman, director of the UVA Center for Russian, East European, and Eurasian Studies. The event begins at 3 p.m. tomorrow. It's been nearly two years since the early days of the pandemic shut down many sectors of the economy completely. Today, the Virginia Employment Commission released data for the week ending February 19th, and 1,610 people filed new claims. That's a decrease of 363 over the previous week. Here's a section from the press release. Over half of initial claims that had a self-reported industry were in administrative and waste services, healthcare and social assistance, retail trade, professional and technical services, and manufacturing. The total number of claims was 7,528 and includes a category called continued claims, which refers to people who have continued to file for unemployment insurance during the pandemic. 
A year ago, the number of continued claims was 64,575, making this last set of data an 89% decrease over last year. For more information, take a look at the press release. Finally today, the Jefferson-Madison Regional Library and the Albemarle-Charlottesville NAACP are teaming up to offer a paid internship for local black students to encourage them to consider library work as a profession. Students are asked to write a 300-word essay on literacy and education, as well as academic information. The deadline to apply is April 15th. Here's a section from the press release. The program offers 200 annual hours of library work experience and a stipend of $3,000. In addition, interns are eligible for an annual scholarship of $2,000 to be used towards completion of an associate's, bachelor's, or master's degree. If you know somebody who's interested, send this on. Electronic copies must include the subject NAACP slash JMRL program and be submitted to the email address director at jmrl.org. Paper copies may be submitted to Library Director, Jefferson Madison Regional Library, 201 East Market Street, Charlottesville, VA 22902. The funding comes from a grant from the Friends of the Jefferson Madison Regional Library. On Sunday, between 1 p.m. and 3 p.m., the Jefferson Madison Regional Library will kick off the Community Read on the steps of the Central Library's front porch. This year's book is We Are Not Free by Tracy Chi, and free copies will be available at that time. Here's a listing on JMRL's same page website about the book. A National Book Award finalist for young people's literature, We Are Not Free, written in 2020, is the collective account of a tight-knit group of young Nisei, second-generation Japanese-American citizens whose lives are irrevocably changed by the mass U.S. incarcerations of World War II. There will be take-and-make craft activities, bingo with prizes, and the One Small Step program will be set up by StoryCorps and the UVA Democracy Initiative. For more information, visit jmrl.org slash same page. And that is it for this installment of Charlottesville Community Engagement. I wasn't sure if I was going to do one today, but as I was going through and trying to learn about all of this stuff myself, I thought I would share it. Uh, after all, this program did get its start when the last really big thing hit. And of course, that was the COVID pandemic. I certainly am not going to be cover this, covering this invasion uh, to any extent past this. This is a program that covers local and regional government and the state government. But it is important to know where our elected officials are at this time. So I'll be back to regular programming in the near future. There are no plugs today for anything. It's a pretty serious day. I'm Sean Tubbs, and I'll be back in the near future uh, here to bring you information that I think is important. And I hope today that you will find that you will learn, have learned something. And uh, uh, I really recommend that thing tomorrow for the Center of Politics. I'm Sean Tubbs. Thanks again. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.